Do you ever feel the need for speed? Well, experience the thrill of indoor karting at Tampa Bay Grand Prix, located at 12350 Automobile Boulevard in Clearwater. Call 727-527-8464. They have state-of-the-art electric carts racing around a quarter-mile road circuit. Bring your family, friends, and teammates for some speed, fun, and competition at Tampa Bay Grand Prix Indoor Karting Facility. Call 727-527-8464. Visit their website at tampabaygp.com. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radiant Cars. Like most of you, I drive a car or a truck. Well, occasionally, I need tires or just a simple plug or patch. Well, my friends down at Just Tires is the place to go when that need arises. Give them a call at 727-585-9271. They have a convenient location right at 1645 Clearwater Larder Road. You can't miss them. So for all your tire needs, cars, trucks, trailers, new used or just a repair, give Just Tires a call. 727-585-9271. Oh, yeah, and be sure and check out their website, JustTires.net. My name is Danny Coker. People call me the Count. I own Count's Customs right here in Las Vegas. We build wicked choppers, bad motorcycles, hot rods, classic cars, anything with wheels and an engine. We get into it. I'm basically what you would call a car addict. I am constantly looking for cars or motorcycles or anything cool like that. Sometimes they find me, sometimes I find them. I'm constantly searching for something interesting. And uh, when I find it, I like to count it up, so to speak, you know? Give it a little flair, give it a little style. And uh, and then I have the difficult decision of, of, am I keeping it, or is it going to be for sale? What are you not selling me? We're getting too lucky on this one, and this... I'm I'm feeling, I'm really feeling great. I I think I'm going to keep this car. People call me a little bit nuts. People call me a little bit crazy. And most of those people work for me, which is even funnier. But uh, I have to admit, I think that they're right half the time. Uh, I am a little bit nuts doing the things that we do to find the right cars or get the cars. But I I can't help myself. And if you don't lay it out there, it's a no anyway. So you got to try for that yes. And uh, if I'm nuts, I'm okay with that. I don't care to be normal. I gotta ask you a question, or else I'm sure. not gonna be able to sleep tonight. Would you have you ever considered, or would you ever consider selling this bike? No, no, not this one. Labor of love, right here. Let me tell you. You're keeping this one forever. This one forever. It's got any power. Being the car addict that I am, I'm constantly looking for things. It's all about taking a vehicle and making it what it should be. I've got some vehicles that are very cost-effective in my collection. They're not expensive at all, but they are some of the biggest attention-getters that go down the road, and that's just because we amplify the style. That's what it's about. It's all about style. So you got to watch the style. My name is Danny, and I make history every day. Excuse me, sir. Yes. It's the back phone. To the bat balls. To the Batmobile. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Welcome, you are tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'm your host, Robert. Run your computers and Google Tantalk1340.com. Hey, Billy, turn the loud music down a bit. I can hardly hear myself. <laughs> anyway, yes, go check out our website, GulfStreetMotorsports.com, and there you can check out our past shows on our podcast. Find us on Facebook and like us. And tonight I have another Radidio giveaway. So the 11th caller and the 13th caller will win some tickets. These are $20 a piece now, tickets, to the one, the only, Ritz-Carlton Festivals of Speed event at the end of the month, okay? So... I mean, when you stop to think about it, you know, I go to a lot of shows around the country. I mean, I go to Amelia Island, I go to Scottsdale, I go to Siemens. And at all these events, you see some really cool, cool cars. But a lot of these events, particularly, let's say, like Amelia Island and Pebble Beach, Monterey, they are huge money. $50, $100, $200 to get into some of these events and see some of the world's most spectacular 
spectacular cars. Well, here at Festivals of Speed at the Ritz-Carlton at the end of the month, okay, it's a three-day event, but Sunday is what these tickets are good for. Where else on the planet for $20 are you going to see Bugattis, Duesenbergs, Packards? You're going to see Ferraris, Porsches, muscle cars. You're going to see a ton of really cool cars, exciting jewelry for the ladies, cool clothing for the ladies as well, and fast boats, wild motorcycles. So the 11th and the 13th callers will win a pair of tickets valued at $40 the pair. Give us a call here at 727-441-3000. That's 727-441-3000. Or if you're in Arkansas, you can call us. We will mail them to you if you can make it to Orlando at the end of the month. 866-826-1340. That's 866-826-1340. Hey, by the way, if you get a chance and you do check out our website, be sure and purchase. We've only got a few left, and then we're going to be running a new batch. Purchase the official Nostalgic Radio and Cars t-shirt featuring the coolest the wildest the neatest 1957 gasser thunderbird 57 wild car okay hey we got a great show for you tonight we have a spectacular guest okay i mean this guy you'll definitely i gave you a clue at the beginning of the show a couple of them okay but anyway this gentleman's got his own tv show and i mean he is really genuinely a car guy so i'm really thrilled to have him on our show i met him a few weeks ago in sema I think we're going to get that turntable fired up. We've got a song we're going to roll there, gentlemen. We're going to go to a song, and we'll be right back. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Okay, we're back. 
And you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and we have a great show for you tonight. But also, let me tell you about a couple upcoming events. Also, besides the really cool and neat Festivals of Speed at the end of the month at the Ritz-Carlton, on the same, around the same time, running concurrently, is the PRI, the Performance Racing Industry Show in Orlando. So if you're a gearhead, a car guy, you need to be at PRI. And uh, if you're in the business, you can go ahead and register. Just bring a copy of your occupational license. It's never too late. Show up for that day. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 29th through the 1st. And it is a spectacular event. And you will really see some really cool stuff in the automotive world, as well as meet some really cool celebrities. Also, this weekend, don't forget, the Turkey Ride Run in Daytona. So we'll be there Saturday. We'll be there Friday. Tomorrow, it's Turkey Day. So everybody out there, Enjoy your turkey dinner, okay? It's Thanksgiving tomorrow. Also, hey, hey, Billy, you know what? Half the time I can't hear you, and I realized what my problem was. What's the problem? I can't hear. I have about 10 tons of wax in my ears. Now, let me tell you, the other day I went by an old friend of mine. I hadn't seen him in a long time. And as a matter of fact, he's right down the street here on Clearwater Largo Road. Actually, it's Fort Harrison, okay? And if your ears are clogged like mine are, which I'm not sure the cleaning out the wax is really going to help much, but Blazer Hearing Care, located right down here on Fort Harrison in downtown Clearwater, their number is 727-581-7472. That's 727-581-7472. Blazer Hearing Care. Uh, Warren Blazer has been a friend of mine and a friend of the family's for 40 years. His dad used to work on my hot rods and Warren, which is a car guy too. So I want to send all my friends down. If you need a hearing aid, if you can't hear, if you're like me, give Blazer Hearing Care a call. Also, if, <laughs> if your hot rod or your boat is not working right, you need to go see my friends down at Forte's oh, Inboard and Auto Repair. Okay, down at Pinellas Park or actually Clearwater. That's Forte's Inboard and Auto Repair, 727 My sexy <laughs> I can see you're having fun with the sound effects of that, aren't you, Billy? Billy's in a good mood. I'm happy to see Billy in a good mood. Actually, my son it's Bobby here is helping. He's doing a chunk of poopy. <laughs> actually, we're trying to get Larry the Cable Guy. We're working on it. We're actually been talking to his uh, his publicist. We're going to maybe get lucky next year and have Larry the Cable Guy on. We're also trying to get Rick Harrison on. We're trying to get Courtney Hanson on from Spike TV Power Block. She may be coming on the air. Tanner Faust may be coming on in a couple weeks. We've got some really, really cool, fascinating guests lined up for you guys, as well as we might have some other well-known celebrities that I'm working on. So I'll keep you informed as to what's going on. Hey, let's go to a commercial break, and let's get it ready for our guests. Okay, this is going to be really exciting, gentlemen. Hey, this is Lou Santiago of Car Fix and GarageInsiderTV.com. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Enjoy the show. If you like golf, enjoy affordable golf at Magnolia Valley Golf Club, located on Massachusetts Avenue in Newport Ritchie. Play for as little as $15 after 2 p.m. The club has two beautiful courses to choose from, an 18-hole championship par 72, plus another 9-hole executive par 33. Join their open leagues on Wednesday afternoons at 4 and Sunday mornings at 8. Call 727-847-2342 for tee times or visit their website, magnoliavalleygolfclub.com. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Let me tell you about my company, Gulfstream Motorsports. 727-541-1741. I have over 35 years experience with classic, vintage sport and racing cars. I do appraisals, consulting, and pre-purchase inspections. Before you buy your next rare classic, the car of your dreams, give me a call at Gulfstream Motorsport 727-541-1741. Also, due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I am very good with wrecks. So if your car has been in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call me at 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for lost value of your repaired vehicle. That's Gulfstream Motorsports, 727-541-1741. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Wednesdays, 7 to 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network, AM 1340.
vernacular. A moment ago, I stumbled upon a most amazing phenomenon. Something so incredible, I mistrust my own judgment. Look. Dracula. The very mention of the name brings to mind things so evil, so fantastic, so degrading. You wonder if it isn't all a dream, a nightmare. Rats. 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 Thousands. Millions of them. But no, this is no dream. This is Dracula. The original terrifying story of a maniac and a man who lived after death, lived on human blood, took the form of a vampire bat, and lured innocent girls to a fate truly worse than death. Dracula? Oh, what, what's he done to you, dear? Tell me. He came to me. He opened a thing in his arms, and he made me drink. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and it gives me great pleasure to just about welcome my special guest for the evening, who is also considered a count of sorts, a modern day. Let me tell you about this gentleman. He is a very successful car guy, very much into motorcycles, a super, super musician, got a great voice. And he's got his own TV show that's aired weekly on History Channel. It gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show this evening, Danny Coker from Counting Cars. Danny, are you there? <laughs> I'm here, brother. Thank you very much, man. I love, I absolutely love the intro, man. The whole, the whole Dracula thing was great. <laughs> I I, great. I thought that was a perfect segue. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So, How well, you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I, I want to thank you again. It was really, really cool hanging out with you up there at Vamps Bro, in Las Vegas. blast, man. We had a great time that night, didn't we? That was Halloween night. And I'll tell you what, if you guys ever, and I tell my listeners, you got to go to SEMA, but I'll tell you what, every Halloween, you got to make a point to go to Vamps and see Danny. And what's the name of the band? Zito, isn't it, or something like that? Zito 77. All, all 70s hard rock. Zito 77. Look us up. That's super. Hey, where'd the, how, where'd the name come from, Zito 77? It comes from uh, my, uh, my one guitar player. His name is John Zito, and, and actually he, uh, he started to, he's, he's the guy who heads up my, uh, my jam sessions on Wednesday nights. And uh, the way the whole band happened is we were all down there just kind of hanging out on a Wednesday night, and uh, people, different people come up and jam with Zito. And uh, the five of us kind of all ended up on the stage at the same time at the same place and started jamming some tunes out. And we started looking around at each other like, you know, this is kind of interesting. So uh, we put the band together. We've been together for about a year and a half now. And uh, the name stems from, uh, from the fact that we all met during the Zito Jam Session. So that's why Zito 77. The 77 just kind of represents a great year for, for all of us in our lives and how much we enjoy the music of the 70s. Also, hard rock music of the 70s. You bet. Rock and roll, hard rock. Amen, amen brother. Hey, let me ask you a question. Now, the uh, Vamps, how did, uh, how did that come into existence? That's your nightclub, basically. And i got to tell you, I was pretty impressed. It's a nice place. It's very well detailed, very well laid out. The sound system is outstanding thank uh, you i mean really it was it was and you know what i gotta tell you the sound system was better than a lot of the local concerts i've been to at some of our uh, concert halls here in town and we've got some pretty nice it, ones. man we uh we, we took a lot of pride in that place and I'm, I've, I've been a music guy you know i'm, I'm a car guy and a bike guy but a, a, another part of my life that's big is music and uh uh just when we built that club man i built that club a little over three years ago now and uh, it's purpose-built, man. We built a, the giant stage, we built the giant PA system, and then we built a club all around it. So, you know, it's it's restaurant, bar, but it's really designed to be live concert venue. You know, I'm pushing roughly 45,000 watts out of that place. 
uh, which is like you said, bigger than most you know most concert venues. And you know we we only we only have we, you can jam 300 people in there, and that's 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 my maximum capacity. But it's like going to uh, it's like going to a big auditorium in a in a small uh, intimate environment. And uh, place has been cooking for a little over three years now, about three and a half years, and I'm um, having a ball with it, man. I, we 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 bring nationals through there, we bring locals through there. My band rocks out there on a regular basis, and it's just a place to have fun. You know what impressed me is the fact that you did one and a half to two hour sets, not once, but twice. I mean, you have so much energy, Danny. It's amazing. Thanks, bro. We love it, man. I mean, I'm fortunate to, to, to hook up with this band of guys. Uh, we love to play, and so uh, we're not afraid to get out there and do you know a tremendously long set because we're having as much fun as anybody else is. That's great. All right, let's talk about cars a little bit. How did you discover that you were going to be a car nut someday? How old were you, and what was your first car? I was a kid. Um, I, I, my, a big part of my family is from Detroit, and uh, when I was growing up, I was I was uh, born in Akron, Ohio, but I grew up. Uh, uh, school time was in Cleveland, and uh, summers were spent at my grandmother's up in Detroit, and so. Uh, all my relatives, uh, being Ford Motor Company people work, working for the plant up there, there were always toys and always cars and everything to see. And, and uh, my Uncle Peter was an executive with Ford, and we scooted over to his house, and he always had, you know, the scooters and the go-karts, but he had all the, all the hot rods and stuff at his place. He was really into that. And so uh, growing up as a kid, I was around it my entire life. My father really got me involved in it. He bought a, uh, a 66 uh, Mustang GT350 when I was... Um, I'm going to say I was about nine years old, and uh, that car really changed my world. Uh, you know, being being a nine-year-old kid and having access to a car like that in the garage, just you know, dissecting it, looking at it, you know, it just uh, always got my attention. And my father taught me how to drive at a young age. I still have that car, by the way. That car never got sold. It's it's in my it's in my uh, my collection right now. And uh, so you know, it's 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 the one that started it all. But man, you know, I. Uh, it's just been honestly it's been my whole life i can't i can't even remember a time in my life when cars and motorcycles were not important to me got my first bike when i was 8 and uh you know just just it's been my whole life brothers cars and bikes the um when did you move to vegas moved to vegas the first time i moved to vegas was in 78 uh, came out here with my family, my father, and, and everybody had some business out here, so we moved out here, and I went to school out here, and uh, and then left, lived in Minneapolis for a little bit, lived in South Florida for a little bit, but I've been back in Vegas now since uh, 1988, and I am home. I'm not going anywhere. Florida? What part of Florida were you in? I was in, uh, I was in North Palm Beach. Uh, uh-huh. Which was, you know, good lord, talk about a gorgeous area. You get the beaches and, uh, and you know, great, great cruising. There's a, there's a really strong automotive community down there. Uh, you know, enjoying cars, getting together every week, cruise nights, things like that. And I uh, was down there for almost six years and then came back out to Vegas on business uh, in 88. And really, I thought I was just going to be out here for a little bit, but I haven't left. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I've, set, I've set some deep roots out here now, man, and uh, I'm not going anywhere. This is home. When you when you went moved to Vegas, what uh, was the family business that you guys were involved in? Or it was, was yeah. My my father was uh, uh, highly highly involved in music and highly involved in uh, television. Oh really? And uh, himself and uh, two other partners had put on uh, land, landed a license to build a TV station out here in Vegas, which uh, later turned out to be the the WB affiliate out here. So uh, I just basically came out. Uh, with my father and, uh, and and the rest of the family, and got involved in the television business, and uh, you know I was I was very active in in that company in the TV station, and then behind the scenes, uh, my hobby, which were the cars and the motorcycles, I was I was continuing collecting, and you know after work I'd be uh, wrenching on stuff and enjoying, you know working on cars and building bikes, and uh, it it eventually evolved into the business that I have right now, which is Counts Customs. Uh, I I was reading somewhere. Did I read right that you used to do a Las Vegas act? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us and about it that was, one. It was a, it was a whole vampire thing, man. I was, okay. uh, that's where that's where the the nickname Count comes from. Uh, I I uh, I hosted horror films every Saturday night uh, on TV here in Vegas for ten years, from 1990 to 2000. 
and uh, the, the the character was a vampire who loved Elvis. So uh, his name was Count Cool Rider for CC Rider, which was Elvis's uh, you know theme song, and uh, did that did that for ten years. Uh, retired it myself. I was like, okay, I'm really, really, I'm tired. I'm done. We did out of ten years. You know, you've got 52 weeks in a year. I was keeping the show current because uh, we did, you know, live contest and did things around town. So keeping it current, I was probably doing 45 eps a year out of 52 weeks. And if you do that for 10 years, man, you're pretty well wore out. Uh, pretty much retired the show and then focused all my efforts on my hobby, which was just growing like crazy, the cars and the bikes. And uh, everybody knew me as the Count, so that's why Count's Customs happened. What did you start first, bikes or cars, when you did the... Um, Cars, cars and bikes, both as far as the personal hobby collection was concerned. But then, uh, when when it turned into the business, uh, my mainstay were, were motorcycles. I was doing more more bikes, more choppers, more custom long bikes than anything. And uh, and then the cars basically kind of caught up with that. It it it, it the, the automotive half of my world really kind of grew. And so now we're really uh, we're both both cars and motorcycles pretty much on an equal level. And I've I've got roughly. Man, I've got roughly sixty thousand square feet here now, and uh, it's all—it's everything's under one roof, man. You've got all automotive mechanical area. You've got uh, my upholstery shop. I've got metal fab, uh, metal fabrication. I've got a complete body shop. I've got a paint shop with uh, two two downdraft spray booths, um, full graphics uh, artists. Uh, like I said, I got upholstery over there. Oh, it's it's. It's basically everything. The, the the bike shop. I've got a full uh, full build area, building bikes from the ground up or customizing existing bikes. So if you bring your car here or you bring your bike here, it doesn't go anywhere. The whole project stays right here, and we get all the department heads together on the same page. And there's never any question as to uh, you know uh, a lot, lots of times when guys sub out a car or a bike. It ends up at this guy's shop for this kind of work, then it goes someplace else for that kind of work, and something happens, and everybody blames everybody, and the only person that gets had is the is the uh, the customer. But here, uh, the only person to blame is us, man, because the car doesn't go anywhere, the bike doesn't go anywhere, it stays right here. The only things we sub out, powder coat and chrome, because that's you know two totally different animals. What's the uh, turnaround time? Let's just say I brought my 65 Mustang convertible out there, and I said, hey, look, Danny, I'd like to just kind of do a mild restoration on this thing. What uh, what could I expect to pay, and then what would my turnaround time be? Um, you know, it, it just really depends on, on how much you want to do, how you know how bad the car is or, or how crazy you want to go with the customization. But, you know, we can, we can pretty much restore a vehicle. If it's, if it's decent uh, from the ground up, we can have the thing turned around in, in – Good Lord, it, 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 again, it, everything is so many variables, but it can be as quick as a month. It can be as long as six months. Uh, it, it just really depends on how bad it is. If it needs a bunch of custom metal, metal fabrication, you know, if we're tearing it down and taking it frame off, of course that's going to take a little bit longer. But um, it just it really depends on, on, on what each vehicle is. But we can turn them around pretty quick. And, and your budgets don't have to be stupid, man. My, uh, my philosophy here is, is I would rather make my mortgage payment on 10 very happy customers than, uh, than make my mortgage payment on two guys and have to hose them for it. So I've got a, I've got a big enough staff here that we can handle uh, quite a bit of volume through here. And so, you know, the budgets are, are extremely reasonable. Uh, you know, you can, you can build. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about... Uh, I did Rick Harrison's, I'm, I'm trying to think of Mustangs now, I did Rick Harrison's uh, 68 Mustang Fastback. We, uh, we did a tribute car uh, like, like Steve McQueen's Bullet, and, uh, and that car was a complete mess. I mean, we did quarter panels on it, uh, door skins on it, a uh, whole, new, whole new drivetrain, motor trans, all the suspension upgrades, full interior. You know, I had that car done in probably a month Wow. Six weeks, roughly. It was it was inside of six weeks, maybe five weeks. We had that car done, and uh, he really he needed a budget of around thirty grand, and we were done. It wasn't it wasn't out of control at all. But you, it, outside outside of the metal fab, it was a decent car. I didn't. I missed that episode. That was one of those that I wanted to see. So you know, and of course, typically you know, cars out west, Arizona, New Mexico, uh, Nevada, and stuff like that. Cars are relatively rust free. So was that a fairly rust free car that you started with? Uh, everything but the quarters. The quarters were really shot. That was, you know, it, it's one of those type of things where, uh, 
you know, uh, water was leaking in the trunk, and so it lays down in the bottom of the rear end of the quarters, and just they were just rotted. So, but you know, for us with the, with the full metal fab, the full metal shop. And you know we just we just cut it out and uh, all new quarters put in the car. That's super. Now tell us. Let's go back to uh, counting cars, the TV yeah. show. How'd that come about? Man, I tell you what, that that came out as just a straight up blessing. Man, we were doing. Uh, you know, we're doing our best here to stay busy during this crappy economy. And, you know, I built toys. And so, you know, toys can, can go away when the economy's bad. People's not spending a lot of money. So it was really just kind of tightening up things around here. We were doing a lot of repairs uh, for people just, just to keep the bills paid. And, uh, one day, you know, Rick Harrison wandered into my place, and, and he was like, uh, you know, would, would I be interested in, in doing their work? And uh, you know, he's always got interesting stuff, so I absolutely would love to do your work. And... Uh, then uh, they asked if, if I would be willing to, to shoot a couple of scenes uh, with them here, so we did. And next thing you know, I got a phone call from a producer sitting in, a, in an edit bay in New York City somewhere and said he was looking at a bunch of footage we'd shot here and, and wanted, to, uh, wanted to come out and meet me, get to know me, and see what, what I've got going. So, you know, they flew out and spent some time with them and showed them what we do. And next thing you know, I'm shooting a pilot. Uh, History Channel, God bless them, man. They they just they loved it, and uh, they're treating me wonderful. And ever since then, it's just been cooking. But you know, I got to tell you, there's there's some really crazy things because between now we we just started shooting season two, and so we're we're about three weeks into season two right now, and we're shooting till the end of March, beginning of April. So between the be- between now and the beginning of April, we are literally building 52 cars in this place. That's that's how insane it is to keep up with the production schedule. So, uh, my my outside work right now, I'm, I've got everybody on hold. I'm like, come see me after April because between now and then, it's nothing but but building cars and bikes for the shows. Now, the the st- you, because of the show and because of what's going on, did you have to kind of increase your staff and, and uh, bring on some new new talent? There? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, this this my shop was was a very small. Uh, personalized custom shop. Uh, there were nine of us when we started uh, the show. Uh, there is now 31 of us. <laughs> so, wow. you know, I'm creating jobs, man, for real jobs. How, yeah. how long did it take him to... How long <laughs> Absolutely. To... You know, not, 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 not government-appointed uh, uh, redistribution of funds, but actual real jobs. <laughs> how, how, long did this, how long did the Sturgis ta- f- take to film? The Sturgis. the Sturgis was that one was a blast. Uh, we we filmed up there for probably we probably filmed up there for three days, but we were up there for a good eight or nine days, and and the fun was that that was one of the most fun I've had in a long time. Technically, I was working, but good lord, I think I worked for three days, and and the other time it was just fun. It was just riding and enjoying the scene. It was great up there. Now, how many episodes do you do between now? I mean, for the seasons, it's like thirteen, fourteen seasons. It's it's. And then, uh, and then we, that's what we're doing for season two right now. And then uh, we just got the call from History day before yesterday that as soon as we're done with season two, we're rolling directly into season three. We just keep right on going. So that's why we're filming all the way up to April. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And how long? Yeah, does it, we're staying busy. How long does it take you to? I mean, to do the episode, and then how much input do you have, and how much do you, are you told kind of how to do your show? Um, you know. But because uh, you know, as 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 prescribed by the History Channel or how they want to I, do your show, I got gotcha. you. You know, I, we're 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 really really fortunate. Uh, when when season one started, they were very um, careful as to what we were doing. They were very active as to the content. But as the show progressed. Uh, they, they, the, the producers really came to realize that what we do here, it's, it's very cool and it's very real. So, honestly, every project that we're doing, it's, it's for real. The, pe- the, the, the people that are bringing us stuff, I mean, we, we get emails and letters from, I'm not kidding, around the world, uh, dif- different types of vehicles and interesting stories. And so, um, thankfully... Uh, they allow us to do what we do, and we get to keep it real. So at this point, uh, for a reality show, and reality shows are never real, uh, ours, is, ours is extremely real, and I, I feel really lucky to be able to do that. But I have to credit the producers uh, for allowing us to do what we do, and, uh, and I also got to credit the network for, for finding what we do to be you know, cool enough to just, hey, let them, let them do their thing. 
Uh, I'm getting emails as we speak, so I'm going to read these off there. But nice, uh, nice. All right. <laughs> anyway, Love I got one guy that goes. I'm telling you, man, I got. I, I really got to say this, man. I, I I have to say this. I have met the nicest people throughout the course of this television show. The fans are so nice. They are so cool. It's 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 just one after another. It just. There's some really awesome, wonderful car and bike people in this world, man. I love it. I know. Isn't it amazing? I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's just a cool, cool, cool group and a cool camaraderie. Quick question: now, When you do your shows, and one of the questions here is, and I have it's kind of long, but I'll just kind of break it down: is like when you're out there and you're being filmed, and let's say you're going down the road, and all of a sudden you see a car and you yeah. turn around and you chase it. How yeah. many times do you chase cars and they? It materializes into something versus how many times you film it, and let's say the guy just basically blows you off type deal. It's it's I tell you that's that's a very 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 good question, and uh, um, most of the time I can get somebody to at least stop and have a conversation with me. Uh, but it's 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 a you know it's a one out of every twenty that somebody actually wants to do do a deal on something. So there's a whole lot of footage of nothingness. I got I got an email one time from a guy. This was so funny. I hope he's listening. <laughs> got an email from a guy one time and he's like he gave us his whole his whole background as to what an education he has and and the colleges that he went to and he's a psychologist and all of this type of stuff and and he's like, "You know, uh it it it, it it's really kind of fake when you get out on the street and every time you drive down the road, you just happen to come across somebody that has a really cool car, and you pull them over and you talk about it. And he goes, you know, you guys, you guys should change the way you do that because it just comes across fake. And it was like, you know, wrote the guy back and said, hey, love you, bro, but seriously, would you like to watch a show with the hours and hours of footage of us not finding anything? <laughs> you know what I'm and it was like, oh. Then, then he understood. Yeah, I mean, how boring would the show be if it's like, should we show them all the times that we don't pull anybody over, all the times we drive around and find nothing? Because we do. We spend we spend hours out on the road and finding nothing. So, you know, that would make for a really boring show. So we only show the good stuff. We only show the 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 the, the things that we actually find and that make interesting scenes. I just thought it was kind of funny that you know Captain Education there couldn't figure that out. But anyways, well, you know, any of the guys that's been around and I've done it because I've been doing since I was a kid, you know that you go on now 50 million goose chases before you get yeah. that one find. I mean, that's just Absolutely. The way it is. And it makes for boring TV, so that's why we only show the good stuff. We only show when I actually get to talk to somebody or, or do a deal on their car. I've got, I've got, you know, hours and hours and hours of footage of just driving around finding nothing. So there's, you know, there's a lot of work put into, uh, into those pullover scenes, but when, when, when we get the good ones, those are the ones that make TV. Hey, we, I got another question. We had a guy on here on a Tantalk Radio Network from Top Shop, uh, yeah. and uh, he said he did like 13 or 14 shows, and I asked him if, uh, and I'm going to ask you, and I said, uh, you know, did you get, did, do you get residuals? And he said he, he doesn't get residuals off the show. No, 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 you don't. You don't. No, it's it's uh, it's what what this is 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 a magnificent marketing tool for my business. So, you know what I've got I've got great people on my team. I've got great business people in my office now that uh, that we we find our ways for, for to. To, to generate our money, to generate our income, the, the the television show it's it's owned by the network. The name of the show is owned by the network, and uh, you know they're they're getting their money from from the sponsors that 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 buy the commercials, and uh, and and they pay the production company to produce the show. And for me, what I get out of it is I get you know marketing that I could never ever afford. And so it's uh, it's the type of thing where you got to be a good business person on on the back end of the deal and take care of business yourself. And and you know for me I'm thrilled man I'm happy I I uh, I'm I'm very happy with the way this deal has worked out. If you had to speculate, you know, a show like yours, which is really a good show, I like it because I can get into it because I can relate to it. And a lot of my listeners, a lot of my customers, they also do too. So I send like a million emails out to people this week, letting them know that you were coming on the air. So a couple awesome. of the, that's how we're getting the emails. One of the questions was is like on on these co- uh, questions how long do you feel this show will stay on the air that's another email question i have here that's a that's a that's a great question i i hope for an awfully long time uh, i just had a meeting with uh with one of the network heads the other day uh super cool gentleman uh he tells me um that the network is very very pleased with what we're doing our ratings have been incredibly strong we've, we've actually set records on history uh... with our ratings uh... out of first season it's it's a very strong show there's a very strong viewership 
and according to the network, their goal is to keep it going indefinitely. So we don't even have um, a projected end on this show. They, they really want to just keep it rolling indefinitely at this point. How long do I think that's going to be? Man, I hope it's a long time because I, I, I have no idea. I really don't know. But at this point, nobody's talking about the fact that ah, we'll be done in you know a couple of years. Nobody's saying that. Everybody's saying let's just keep on rolling. But I hope it keeps rolling for a long time, brother. That's cool. Now it's funny. I had Rick Dale on my show. Uh, I think a year. Nice or so. guy, by the way. Yeah, Rick. And then I love I, Rick Dale. And I and I talked to him, and he says the same thing you did. The show has just absolutely exponentially just improved his business and then uh rick harrison senior i met him when i was out at sema as well and he yeah. said the same thing he says like you said the advertise the exposure that you get via this tv show is priceless you cannot put a value on it and it basically puts you on the map and and just like you said if you're a good businessman you're set for life here that, I mean, that's the thing man it's it's uh i don't i don't expect i don't expect the uh the the, the network to uh you know to, to to fill my bank account i don't expect the production company to fill my bank account I, I that's up to me and and what they're giving me is an opportunity that that like i said i could never afford so that's up to uh up to my business team here to uh to make the most out of what we're getting and uh <clears throat> on top of that too i mean i i also feel like the luckiest guy in the world to be associated with uh, left field pictures is the production company and of course history history as a network you know it's it is the highest rated uh, cable network in the nation and the fact that I'm associated with that network and the fact that, uh, that that I'm in prime time on that network I feel like the luckiest guy in the world everybody at history has just been so nice and so accommodating can't say enough nice things about that network and uh, I encourage everybody to support all of their shows because they really got some great people working on this stuff how about st- how about the guy that drives cars on Storage Wars? You ever meet that guy? The, the- you, you know, I I haven't I haven't I haven't had the uh, the opportunity to meet anybody like that. I, I'm I'm working all the time. You know who I'm talking I'm about, right? I'm in the shop right now. If you if you if you've heard cars in the background, that's because we're moving stuff around. <laughs> I got another email here, and well, the guy he's referring to—you talking about Barry, right, Billy? Yeah, he's got all the great, cool cars. Yeah, is nice. he a is he a customer of yours by any chance? I, I honestly, I no, I've never met him. Never okay. met him. Okay, I got another question here. Um, you and Kevin driving around all the time, and you kind of, yeah. you know, you guys got a really good rapport and you get along. Does yeah. do they want you to kind of just be yourselves, or do they want you to have drama, or how do they do that? Is it just, or is it just kind of like a go as you flow type kind of situation there, personality wise? Again, great question. Uh, when we were shooting the pilot, uh, they had a producer out here, and they were working with us, and they wanted us to do the drama. They wanted some yelling and some screaming and some throwing some stuff around, and it's like, you know, that's just not us. That We just, we just don't do that. For us, our drama is real. It's, it's, it's in the projects. It's... it's uh, it's the challenges that you face in doing a vehicle and making sure that it's proper, because that's the most important thing to me, is that everything we do is correct and proper. But uh, they, they had us try some stuff, and thankfully uh, the network looked at the footage, and they're like, it's so not you guys. And we're like, thank you, we're, we don't do that. So they basically said, we want you guys just to be yourselves. Now, Kevin and I, uh, for example, him and I, we've been buddies for 20 years. So for us to... Uh, to go out cruising around, driving around looking for stuff, and and the banter between us, man, that's just us. Twenty years of friendship, we uh, we pick on each other all the time, and we have fun all the time. But all the guys in the shop, uh, this shop, the work environment in the shop, I keep it extremely positive. This is a very happy, upbeat, positive work environment. In my opinion, that's how things get done the best that they can be. I've, I've got a philosophy here, and it's, it's an Elvis thing. It's TCB, taking care of business. My philosophy here at Counts Customs is as long as we take care of business, there's no reason why we can't have as much fun as we can along the way. So I try to keep this a light, happy, upbeat in an environment, and and the projects get done in a happier way, man. A happy, a happy car or a happy bike leaves this place, and the customer ends up happy with it. And, of course, like anything else, man, we have our days where something's not working out right, and, and somebody's in a bad mood, and there's a, there's a bit of, you know, drama. But, you know, that's just real life. But all the other stuff, the yelling and screaming, we don't do that. That's all fake. We don't do that kind of stuff. We just we, we keep it real here. That's cool. Uh, another question here from another listener is your favorite project that you've worked on uh, up and, and through through the dates through through now oh, basically. Man. 
that's a tough one. That's a really tough one, man. We we do well, man. We do some really cool stuff here all the time, and that's hard. I mean, I, I know I was just talking about uh, Rick Harrison's uh, Bullet Mustang. That one, that one was tough for me to turn the keys over to. I love that <laughs> car. Uh, it was, it was, it was beautiful. But I don't know, man. I mean, just. There are so many that I love, and as far as the bikes are concerned, you know, I, I do a series of bikes called my my LS series, and LS in my world stands for lane splitters because they're really old school, long, narrow, skinny bikes that you can split lanes in, and they're and they're very authentic to the '70s. Mm-hmm. I'm such a '70s guy; I love the '70s style. So, you know, the the the, the LS series choppers that we do are, are personal favorites of mine, and uh, you know, also. A big personal favorite for me is is I'm a Cadillac guy. I love I love big old Cadillacs. So you know, I've got I've got I've got ten Cadillacs in my collection, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm sitting here looking at uh, at the latest edition uh, for myself. It's a 1965 uh, Cadillac Fleetwood Brome. This thing is the size of of a townhouse going down the road, and I and I love it. I mean, it's just it's just I'm a big guy, and I like big cars, but. Uh, as far as projects are concerned, I was really proud of, of, of Rick's Bullet Mustang. was really proud of, uh, of a chopper we built that was called We the People. It was uh, uh, had, the, had the Constitution on the back fender and had, uh, had uh, the Statue of Liberty and American flag on the tank. It was, it was a very patriotic gentleman came in and, and wanted this bike built. And it's a, it's a long bike. It's got a long Sugar Bear Springer front end on it, which that's the only kind of long front ends that I, that I use. If, if it's going to be long, it's going to have a Sugar Bear Springer. He is the man. He's the guy that got me into the long bikes. Uh, he's been building them since, since 1970, 1971. He's a wonderful gentleman. So that chopper, the We the People chop, got my, got my attention. I loved it. Um, did you see, did anybody see the, uh, the episode where we built uh, a sidecar motorcycle for a gentleman who is paralyzed from the waist down and he's confined to a wheelchair? I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember that. Yes, I do. I remember that one. The way There's a gentleman out here that that just that whole project meant meant a ton to us here. You know he was he was uh, I don't know if you guys remember that whole Pac-Man Jones shooting years ago here in Vegas at a nightclub where a bouncer got shot and uh, that bouncer happens to be this guy Tom Urbanski and he's a guy who you know used to ride all the time and he wanted to get back in the wind but he's in a wheelchair and he doesn't transfer from one chair to another so it was like we got to figure this out and we uh, we engineered a. A sidecar with a loading ramp type door in the back. He he wheels himself right up into it, locks himself into place, pushes a button, the ramp closes, and all the controls are in the sidecar. The handlebars, the control, the shifting controls, the brakes, accelerate. There's no controls on the bike, so this guy can be going down the road solo, and there's nobody on the bike, and there's just a guy in the sidecar. It's a trip. <laughs> people people almost wreck their cars looking at this. Like I can't believe this. So, but but he can take a passenger if a passenger wants to sit on the bike. They can sit on the bike, but he can now get out in the wind and ride with his brothers. And you know that was just something that that really meant something to us uh, on a personal level, man. And if we've, if Building cars, building bikes, it's a passion, it's a love affair, and there's nothing more rewarding than, than turning out a beautiful bike and a beautiful car. But if you, can, if you can help somebody out along the way, I mean, to me, that's just the extra blessings that, uh, that get poured out on us for, for, for being able to do this. So that was, that was really important to us as a shop. That was the one at the end of the show. You guys all went for a ride, right? If I mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. That was cool. Absolutely. I was on my daily, I was on my daily beater. That thing... Bike I was riding, it's almost 11 feet long. That's 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 my daily rider. But uh, just just a, a great guy. Tom really deserved to be able to get back out in the wind and ride with his friends. You got to be a Arlen Ness fan because, uh, and he was on our show by the way. Arlen Ness yeah. likes long uh, rake, long bikes with long forks, long low slung bodies and or, uh, frames and stuff. Absolutely, Ar- Arlen's a friend. Uh, he I've known him for years. He is an absolute. Uh, um, he's an icon in the motorcycle industry, and he is such a nice guy. I mean, this guy has built some amazing things throughout the years. And when I got to meet him, I don't know, probably, good Lord, we, we probably go back 12, 13 years now. Uh, he was one of the nicest people that I got to meet in the industry. And then th- as time went by, we got to know each other. And I got nothing but, but love for Arlen Ness. Great guy. Super guy. Hey, let me ask you this. Charities, any particular charities you kind of you know, get involved with? Um, I absolutely. We support every, everything that I do here is, is really important to me to, to, to support our, our troops. I'm huge on supporting our troops. I'm huge on supporting the Wounded Warriors Project. And I'm also huge on supporting um, 
uh, music approach, uh, music appreci- uh, appreciation programs for uh, kids and schools that have had to cut their programs because of budget cuts, uh, where where they lose their music. Uh, um, uh, classes. Uh, I, I hold benefits at my club. I hold benefits up at Vamp, uh, big musical benefits, and we raise money and we collect instruments. Uh, we raise the money for the for the teachers and we collect instruments for the kids. Uh, that's something that's really important to us as well. And I also try to get involved in anything uh, relating to to fighting uh, cancer. So those those are the things that that I personally want us to always be involved in here. We're doing a really cool thing right now for. Uh, um, there's a huge bike rally in Texas. Uh, they, they call it the, the the Rot Ride, and it's it's Republic of Texas, and it takes place in Austin, Texas, every year. And I'm going this year, and we're building uh, um, an insane chopper that uh, the folks with with uh, the Republic of Texas ride are giving away to. Um, and as someone in our military, it, there's there's a raffle. You have to be a military member to uh, to join this raffle, be, be it retired or currently serving. But you don't have to buy any raffle tickets. It's 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 literally free to the military. So they come in, uh, they show their ID, they get raffle tickets. Nobody has to buy anything, and somebody's going to walk away with this insane chopper. And that's just that's just a way to say thank you. You know, the troops, man, they're out there laying it on the line for us. You know, every day. Uh, you know, I, I, I get to ride on my motorcycle uh, anytime I want. I get to get in one of these hot rods to go cruising. I get to sit on the phone and talk to nice guys like yourself here. And uh, that's because our troops are out there laying it on the line, man. That's our freedom. So whatever we can do to support our troops, it's awesome. You know, even whether, whether you support the wars that, 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 that we're involved in or not, you know, you got to respect that. But but the bottom line is the troops are out there doing it for us. So you got to support the troops. Hey, Danny, we're just about out of time. I want to thank you very, very much for coming My on the show. Hey, would you be willing to come on again? Because you were a super guest. I really want Anytime, to. brother. Anytime. You just let me know when you want. And, uh, and I appreciate it. And everybody out there listening, be safe. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Have a great Christmas holiday and a, and a safe new year. And if you're ever in Vegas, come visit. I want to thank our guest again, Danny from uh, County Cars. Be sure to check out his show. Check out Counts Costume's website. Everybody, drive carefully. Stay safe. Love your family. And we'll see you. Probably this week in the Daytona. Meanwhile, everybody have a good Thanksgiving and tune in next week because we've got another super guest for you. This is the place you want to be for all the best in the automotive world. This is Arlen Ness from Dublin, California, motorcycle builder and designer, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I found an island in your arms, country.